Do you love maple syrup? Ever thought of making your own? Blaine's Farm and Fleet makes it easy with just a few key items. Stop in today for some friendly advice and all the supplies you need to tap and gather your sap. 1670 AM, The Zone. Rough hands, dirty boots, and farming roots. It's all we know. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Good morning on a Monday morning. Aaron Zimmerman here with you on the Midwest Farm Report. And a chilly Monday morning at that right after actually a chilly weekend. Looks like it might warm up a little bit this week, though. We'll find out from Stu Muck, egg meteorologist, here in just a little bit. After a little while, I had the chance to talk with the Wisconsin 4-H livestock judging team that's headed down to the national competition this week in Louisville, Kentucky. Got the chance to talk with all the members of the team, but you'll hear from Mike Robinson, one of the coaches of the team, on how much it's taken to prepare and how excited the team is to compete at the national level. Then near the end of the show, Farm Director Pam Yonke catches up with our friends from Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin. Quite a bit going on here on a Monday morning. Thanks for joining us. Let's go ahead and kick things off here on November 15th. There goes Pam Yonke across Wisconsin in her suburban truck. Thanks to our equipment. Check out the affordable, efficient, versatile tractor line at our equipment and ask for Mr. Versatile, Chunk Gill. And from the Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin, promoting Wisconsin's world-class dairy products since 1983. Look for their proudly Wisconsin badge on dairy products. Keep up with Pam at fabulousfarmbabe.net on Facebook and Twitter. Well, we continue to hear about adding opportunities in tech colleges and colleges around the state and the nation. You know, we're continuing to look for strengthening our workforce. And one way is by training them within these tech colleges. Aaron Zimmerman here at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. And, and Scott, you got the chance to talk with someone with a, at a tech college up near you guys and talk about all the opportunities that they continue to add to keep growing and keep giving students new opportunities. That's right, Aaron. And it's a technical school that you and I are rather familiar with. It's Mid-State Technical College which covers a broad area in central Wisconsin, and it covers some very diverse agricultural interests. Everything from cranberries to potatoes, uh, I don't know, you name it, dairy, beef, everything is growing in that central Wisconsin area of Stevens Point, Marshfield, Wisconsin Rapids. It's a very diverse agricultural area. The folks at Mid-State Technical College and their agriculture department are reflecting that in the programs they're building and they're constantly building them and they have some new programs and projects coming up. Terry Mickey Rotz of Mid-State Technical College talked with me the other day and told me about some of those new programs. All right so this fall um, we had added our agribusiness agronomy technician program which is a technical diploma and we added that program to the Stevens Point and Adams locations. And those um, classes are pretty flexible for our students, so we offer some nighttime classes there too. And then this spring, we'll be expanding our associate degree program, which is the Agribusiness and Science Technology degree. So that is a full two-year program. Uh, the Agribusiness Agronomy Technician program can be completed in one year while the Agribusiness and Science Technology Associate Degree is a two-year program. And we'll be offering that in uh, Wisconsin Rapids starting this spring. 
and those classes are primary, primarily um, 5 o'clock till 8 or 9 o'clock at night. So again, offering opportunity for um, people that maybe work during the day to take some classes at night. Now, these are on top of some of the things uh, that you already have. Tell me the degree programs that you already have in place and the departments, the areas of your ag department, uh, ag education department at the school. Right. So our main um, ag program was here in Marshfield at the Marshfield campus, and that's the Agribusiness and Science Technology Program. That is an associate degree, a 60-credit program, and that entire program also transfers to UW-River Falls and now UW-Platteville also. Uh, that class we offer face-to-face, um, -face, hybrid, and even some online options. Those classes are offered both um, fall, spring, and students can really start at any time. Our classes are on about a uh, six to eight week rotation, so a student can really jump in kind of any time in the semester or term and get started. So if they didn't want to start till October, they can do that. Um, we have a number of students that come in um, in January after the Christmas break that start then um, to complete their program. And again, that's How a two-year associate yeah. degree, so a student would um, take them about two years to finish that degree. All of what areas are covered in these programs? Uh, agronomy, uh, dairy, what, what all do you have? Oh, everything. I should add, too, we also offer a farm operation degree, and that would be in, um, embedded into our associate degree, um, Ag Science and Technology. Um, and what that means is students, um, a farm ops student would just take less classes and get a technical diploma. But then if they decided to um, go on and get their associate's degree, they would just take some more of our agribusiness and science technology classes. And then if they decided, hey, now I want a four-year degree, then they could go on to River Falls and Platteville and essentially start there as a junior um, by taking two years of classes through MidState. So the classes uh, that I teach, everything from food science and um, intro to egg engineering, to egg business management, to uh, intro to animal science. Uh, right now I'm teaching soils, and we offer so many of them. Crop management, precision egg. Yeah, it, it's it a really like big it. variety. <laughs> it really is. It really is. What do you think is the driving force? between not only keeping that program alive, it, it has a good history of being strong, but expanding the way it does. And, and by the way, the Mid-State District, we might know it covers quite a grand area of central Wisconsin, and it has a lot of diverse diversity in the agriculture that's covered there. Everything from dairy to cranberries to potatoes and vegetables, it, it covers a lot of stuff. Correct. So our district goes um, by school district, so it's a little different than a college. Um, so the Grant School District is part of, of our technical college system all the way to Stevens Point, um, Amherst, Ullman, down to Adams, um, and back up through Pittsville, Marshfield. So it's a very um, large area. Right, and the diversity of agriculture. Um, so in Marshfield, um, we get a lot of dairy students. And then you head over to our Stevens Point Rapids area. Um, we get some more crop and cranberry 
um, students. So currently right now I have a couple students. Um, one does crop scouting down in the Almond area during the summer. I have a student, her family um, grows cranberry and hops. Another student works for a large potato grower over in um, the Stevens Point area. So a really big diversity. I have a student that um, they have a robotic dairy farm. So it, it makes for a really fun group of students. Um, probably the most unique one I have, I have a student that raises rodeo bulls for, for people to ride at the rodeo. Um, so I have learned a lot about rodeo bulls and how to pick a good one. And um, so really interesting. I can't believe you don't have one yet. So, it, right. and then, yeah, and it's that diversity, do you think, that drives that, uh, I guess, expansion, we can call it, uh, the ongoing expansion of your programs? I think so. Um, another big thing is just the hands-on experience that our students get versus um, some other schools they might go to. We utilize the UW-Wisconsin-Madison Ag Research Station up by um, North of Marshfield and Stratford. So we were just out there um, the last couple of weeks. Uh, we did practice AI on some of the cows. Um, we've done IVs. We practice giving injections, um, taking a blood sample from a ta under the tail. And then we get into our soils classes. We get to go out in the field. I had taken my Point and Adam students out to a large potato field and the potatoes were still out there, so we talked about, because um, another class I teach is integrated pest management. So that's what we are out there looking at, potato pests, digging up potatoes, learning about different diseases potatoes can have, which is totally new for me, but as a home gardener, I learned a lot about my potatoes in my garden. So, um, And students learn off of each other. So, so my one that does um, crop scouting during the summer, when we do a lab, I let them kind of take over and show us what they do all summer. Those students have a lot more experience in some of those areas than I do, so I'm not afraid to let them show us what they do at their jobs um, off campus or during the summer. It sounds like an interesting way to teach uh, for you. You have to be learning something right along with the students almost every time you go out. Right, um, especially because my classes change so much. You know, every time I teach it, I learn something new. And again, when I have students um, that come in from a different perspective, um, I had a student that was interested in ha uh, growing hemp for fiber, and I learned a lot about hemp. Didn't know anything about it till he came in. That's what he was looking to do. Um, so we get a big variety of students, and I am always encourage them to share their knowledge and teach the rest of us about their area of expertise, per se. One thing that's a little ways off, but we always look forward to come winter and uh, heading toward the spring, I guess, is your farm tour. You have an annual farm tour, which last year was done virtually, and I was excited to be part of that. Tell us about that farm tour educational program coming up. Correct. So that is going to be held um, March 16th. I believe that is a Wednesday. And um, for that, what we typically do is um, we have buses that pick up people at a certain location, so Marshfield, um, Pittsville, and Auburndale. And then we bus them to typically a farm or maybe a business to tour. And then at noon, we all come back together, um, typically at the uh, Eagles 
in Marshfield here and we have a nice lunch and then we break out again and go to another set of tours for the afternoon. Some other programming we're going to be offering this winter and spring um, through our continuing ed and professional development department. Um, we're going to be offering a healthy calving because we do have a full-size um, cow simulator in our right in our classroom, in fact. Her name is Millie. So we can put a 60-pound calf inside of her. It's, it's a latex kind of calf, but it weighs 60 pounds. And then we can sim, uh, mimic a difficult calving situation, maybe the leg back, et cetera. Students can put their arm in there and figure out how to correct that and deliver that calf properly. Um, we're also going to be offering artificial insemination. Again, we can use Millie. So we used her this um, first, the first time we used her for artificial insemination was this fall. So we can actually practice artificial insemination on her. And then we'll also be offering a nutrient management planning course where students can do their nutrient planning and, and get that paperwork all done. Doing it well. Thanks a lot for visiting with us, Terry. All right. Sounds good. Thank you, Scott. That's Terry Mickey Rotz, agriculture instructor at Mid-State Technical College in central Wisconsin. On the northern end of the world's longest barn in Eau Claire, I'm Scott Schultz. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Gear up for winter with a trip to Blaine's Farm and Fleet. We have everything you need to get you through the winter months, like peak premium 50-50 antifreeze and coolant, a gallon just $1.99 after $7 mail-in rebate. Phillips Twin Pack Auto Lighting, now $10 off. Pick up a 14.4-volt performance tool cordless grease gun. It's $99.99. Save on an easy 8, 12-volt, 8-gallons-per-minute transfer pump from GPI, just $219.99. Use with gasoline, diesel fuel, or kerosene. And be prepared for the cold weather with a trip to our battery center, where we offer free battery checks. Right now, take $3 off Farm and Fleet Gold Automotive Batteries. Rewards members get an extra $2 off. Or pick up a Farm and Fleet Utility Battery with a one-year warranty, now $3 off. Find your must-have items in-store or buy online and pick up in our convenient drive-thru. And now, if you order by noon, try our new same-day local delivery option, available in most Farm and Fleet stores. Attorney John Rihala. Car crashes happen in an instant. A distracted driver crosses the center line into your lane, or road construction makes everyone stop, except for the truck in your rearview mirror. Life changes in that moment, and now the world feels very different. We can help you. At Clifford & Rihala, our experienced attorneys know that someone badly injured in a crash can feel confused and even overwhelmed by everything that follows. Doctor's appointments, bills, missed work, and maybe an insurance company calling and pressuring you to settle right now before you even know what your injuries are. Call us. Clifford & Rihala is ready to help you, and we won't stop fighting until we reach your maximum recovery. For relentless dedication to helping you and your family, choose Clifford and Rihala, hardworking, skilled attorneys fighting for you. For justice, myjustice.com. Spreading farm information and occasionally manure. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Yonke. 
Time now for our Compere Financial Ag Weather Update with Ag Meteorologist Stu Muck. Now, Stu, it was a pretty chilly weekend this weekend. A little bit of wind, a little bit of snow flurries, and, you know, winter's going to be here eventually. Yeah, the weekend should have reminded us that that's going to happen here pretty soon. Uh, Not this week. I mean, things really start to turn around as we get this week underway. In fact, I expect some more mild temperatures. Madison could be uh, one of the warmer places in the state, flirting with a 50-degree temp tomorrow or Wednesday. The rest of us get some of that warm-up as well. Let's look at what's laying out this morning. And there's this front kind of stationary from northwest North Dakota down into northern Missouri this morning. And just out to the east side of that front, there's a band of very light snow from northeast North Dakota down to southeast Minnesota, just into southwest Wisconsin, Platteville, maybe having a flurry or something this morning. That light snow may spread a little further east. Eau Claire, La Crosse, Mauston, Madison, even Beaver Dam may see some flurries or some very light snow. I think further east, Fond du Lac and Oshkosh more likely staying dry today. But that little bit of flurry activity or a brief snow shower could push in for a time today. Otherwise, there's going to be a front rising through. And as winds become southeast, we start to tap into a little more mild air. And that's the big news for Tuesday and Wednesday, that much more mild air builds in. But a weak, cool front does pass through late Tuesday night into Wednesday. And winds that will be turning to the northwest, bringing cooler air back in. We start to cool off pretty quickly. In fact, back into the mid or upper 30s for highs Thursday and Friday. That's cooler than normal, almost the tune of 10 degrees cooler than normal at that time. I'll have forecast details right after this. Aloha! Pam Yankee inviting you to join me on an agriculture tour of all four of the Hawaiian Islands, March 21st through April 2nd. We'll enjoy tropical scenery, learn about Hawaii's unique agriculture, touring a pineapple plantation, learning about salt harvesting, and more. Visit HolidayVacations.com or, better yet, call them, 888-557-1020 for a free brochure. That number again, 888 557 1020. So, Stu, it sounds kind of like you were going to be, you know, that normal, if you don't like the Wisconsin weather, wait five minutes, it'll change. That kind of sounds like what it's going to be this week. <laughs> it's exactly right this week, Aaron. You're right on the ball there. Our Compure Financial Ag Weather Forecast does indeed today call for more clouds and even flurries or some very light snow in the west and especially southwest part of Wisconsin. Otherwise, still mostly cloudy. Not the worst of days, mid and upper 30s, as west winds will become southeast, only about 5. Mostly cloudy overnight. We drop back into the mid and upper 20s, still cool. Southeast winds will be around 5, but then it turns. Partly sunny Tuesday, a lot of upper 40s, maybe a 50 at Madison. Southeast winds 5 to 15. Mostly cloudy Wednesday, still mid and upper 40s. But the winds become northwest at 5 to 15. And just like that, we drop back to the mid-30s for highs on Thursday. So don't be surprised by that quick change. But you said it, Aaron. Uh, Way to date, things will be different. So right now, I think we're all waiting for tomorrow. Some upper 40s, even 40s around on Wednesday. It sounds like a pretty nice spell. Definitely. And, you know, winter's barely started, but I'm already getting sick of it. But we'll just ride that roller coaster here for a little while, up and down and up and down. We'll see how things go. <laughs> it just adds the challenge to every day. How, what's it going to be like again? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just keeps, keeps things interesting for everybody. That's just the way Wisconsin weather is. That's right. All righty. Well, that is your Compere Financial Ag Weather Update here on a Monday morning with Ag Meteorologist Stu Muck.
Compere Financial is your financial partner committed to agriculture and rural America. If you're interested in learning about more, visit compere.com. All right, Stu, well, thank you very much, and uh, we'll catch you later and find out more how this weather is going to go. Absolutely. You keep warm. Thanks. Have a great day. Bye now. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Huh, nice. Hardwood floor. Or is it? Sounds like a floor. It's not squishy. That's good. Floors aren't supposed to squish. Goes wall to wall, like good floors do. And I'm walking all over it. Usually, a dead giveaway that it's a floor. But it's not a floor. This is a mattress. Charlie Heidel's for 52 days. People like Charlie are scattered all across Dane County. And because the need is there, so are we. This year, we'll supply nearly $400,000 in bedding, furniture, clothing, and household items to people like Charlie. Just one part of the more than $1.4 million in food, shelter, and other goods and services we provide. We're St. Vincent de Paul, helping our neighbors in need. Looking for that unique, one-of-a-kind engagement ring, something that you can customize yourself, maybe a gorgeous pendant necklace, diamond earrings. The place to go, Goodman's Jewelers. They're an icon in Madison. They've been around forever and right on State Street in their same location, a couple blocks from the state capitol. They're the place to go to when it comes to buying jewelry. Goodman's Jewelers has everything from the more traditional style jewelry for your engagement rings, pendants, necklaces, earrings, to the more modern styles as well. They can customize and create anything for you. Unique, funky diamonds, one-of-a-kind pieces, Stuff you won't find anywhere else and price range for everyone. When you step into Goodman's Jewelers, you'll feel the warmth and you'll feel welcome. They'll treat you just like family. You want to go somewhere where you can trust when you're buying jewelry for that special someone? Then remember my friends and family at Goodman's Jewelers. Right there, a couple blocks from the state capitol on State Street. Goodman's Jewelers. The Madison Police Department and Madison Area Crime Stoppers need your help with the robbery investigation. On October 22nd, at approximately 4 a.m., officers were dispatched to the Walgreens in the 7800 block of Mineral Point Road for an armed robbery. A masked black male entered the Walgreens, confronted the clerk with a firearm, and demanded cash from the register. They then fled from the store. Officers were able to conduct a canine track, which ended in the 7900 block of Tree Lane. The suspect is described as tall and muscular, wearing a gray sweatshirt, dark sweatpants, and purple shoes. If you have any information regarding this incident, please contact the Madison Police Department at 608-255-2345. If you wish to remain anonymous, please contact the Madison Area Crime Stoppers at 608-266-6014 or on the web at p3tips.com. Individuals contacting Crime Stoppers can receive up to $1,000 in cash rewards for tips that lead to an arrest. Seeing a little change in our activity out there. And if you're a hunter, then you need to talk to our friends at McFarland's. Fabulous Farm Bay Pam Yankee for McFarland's, 780 Carolina Street in Sark City. Also online, McFarland's.net. You know, one of the eye-opening conversations I had at McFarland's was all the choices that you have when it comes to 
Deer plots. What works, what doesn't work, and how much is it going to cost? Supply's still an issue. Start with the experts at McFarland, 780 Carolina Street, Sauk City, McFarland's.net online. Someday, everyone will have an energy-efficient tankless water heater and an endless supply of hot water. Benjamin Plumbing is now an A-certified dealer of Renai Tankless Water Heaters, the number one selling tankless water heater in North America. Renai Tankless Water Heaters are up to 40% more efficient and provide endless hot water. Stop wasting tons of energy keeping 40, 50, even 75 gallons of water hot all day and night with your old water heater. Call Benjamin Plumbing today and learn more about the new state-of-the-art energy-efficient Renai tankless water heaters, including a factory-extended warranty. Go tankless. Endless hot water for your home with a new Renai water heater from Benjamin Plumbing. Hi, Dale Benjamin with Benjamin Plumbing. When we say your plumbing problem is fixed, we mean it. No excuses. I guarantee it. Contact Benjamin Plumbing at BenjaminPlumbing.com. Now you've got a friend in the plumbing business. Benjamin Plumbing. Compere Financial wishes farmers and agribusiness a safe harvest season. Stay in touch with your local Compere team throughout the year to see how they can help make your plans a reality. Exceptional client experience at the heart of everything they do. Visit Compere.com or call 844-426-6733 today. Compere Financial ACA is an equal opportunity lender and provider. Copyright 2021. All rights reserved. How much stock do you put in a hitting coach, though? Like, they're all professionals that are at this level. How much stock do you put in a hitting coach? Well, I told you, and I've said this probably two or three times on the show, when I think of, like, a a good hitting coach versus a bad hitting coach, I think of, like, the quarterback coaches that Tom Brady and Drew Brees and all those guys go to. When you have a Tom Brady, you're making Tom Brady – tenths of a percentage better because he's already a great player. But when you grab a guy like a Tim Tebow and all of a sudden he starts working with a, a we'll say throwing coach, Tim Tebow. he can get exponentially better because of how much, how much room for improvement there is in that skill set. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So when you have average or below average players or hitters, I think a good hitting coach goes a Can long elevate way. Elevate them. If you have elite hitters in the game, I think a good hitting coach makes them just a little bit better. But sometimes just that little bit of a difference and a little a bit World better Series. can make a great hitter an all-star and an MVP. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about who the uh, new additions are first. Uh, Rowdy, when it comes to the new additions for the Milwaukee Brujas, they're going with not one but two new hitting coaches. David Stearns announced that they're going with uh, Ozzie Timmons from the Tampa Bay Rays. He was a first-base coach and an assistant hitting coach from 2017 to 2021. And then Connor Dawson, who had worked with the Mariners since 2019, he was their minor league uh, hitting coach. Yeah, so I think this is really unique because it's something that I I don't know if it's ever been done before. And then there's going to be assistants as well coming in. Yeah, I don't know if it's ever been done before, to be quite honest. They hired two hitting coaches that are coming from two completely different, I guess you would say, sides of the coin when it comes to hitting the ball. I think this is, you'll have some people that say, if you don't have one quarterback, or if you have two quarterbacks, you don't don't have have one. one. Too many cooks in the kitchen? Yeah. I think this is interesting, though. 
and I'm I'm hopefully I, I'm more optimistic on this, saying that this these two can gel. Well, they're only making all this up. And, like the yeah, part. the hitting was really bad. But why I think this is so interesting is because Ozzie Timmons has been around. He was a big league baseball player. He's been around, right? Mm-hmm. We talked about how he had been in minor league baseball. Now he was last with the Tampa Bay Rays as a hitting coach, assistant, and a first base coach. So he's been around hitting coaches and hitting coordinators and stuff like that. Plus he's played big league ball. He's more of like the old school feel, right? Yeah. And Oh, by the way, Tampa Bay has been a really good hitting team for sure, especially in those years that he's been there. So whether it's the hitting coach or his assistants, he was doing something right. Mm-hmm. So that he he's the old school hitting coach type guy. And then they hired this kid. Connor Dawson, who literally is a kid. He's younger than a lot of the guys that will be on the team. He's 28 years old. What? He's 28 years old. Wow. He, he is. A, yeah, there he is. Look at that. He is a guy that obviously is younger than some of the guys that are on this team. He was working in the minor leagues for the Seattle Mariners as a hitting coordinator. He was more of like the tape study. He was more of like the. He um, comes from a technical background with the yeah, Mariners system. He was like the tape study. He was like the launch angle type guy that was all using like the film and new. So you're marrying, you're, you're going to marriage the old exactly. school, the new school it's, together. It's two guys. It's one guy that's in his fifties. That's more old school baseball, old school hitting adjustments and changes. And one guy that is the video. He is the launch angle. Break you down. Like, I think it's, it's, it's pretty ingenious by the brewers to do this because it looks great on paper. Yeah. It, but will it work? Because the two guys are going to have to get along. They're going to have to coexist. Because what if one guy thinks, well, I'm the hitting coach. Well, the launch angle, blah, blah, blah. It's yeah. Like, no, we need to bunt. They're going to have to gel. For this to work, they're going to have to gel. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying it, it won't happen. I'm not saying it will happen. But it, it's just a different little wrinkle that is now the Brewers hitting coaches. But I do think I like it's this experiment. I like it. Because like it. when... You you've referenced the movie Moneyball, but does he get on base? Yeah, and they it was Billy Bean and some of the Jonah Hill. Yeah, Jonah Hill <laughs> and some of the technical guys that do it mathematically with analytics and all that, trying to come up with the best way to be different to have like an edge in baseball. Yeah, isn't this something to be a little different? Throw a little wrinkle. Well, don't you got hitting? Don't you always got to be changing, being different in in, in baseball? If your workout includes baling hay and pitching pens, then you'll be comfortable right here. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Aaron Zimmerman back here with you on the Midwest Farm Report. Now, from the Alcivia Farm News Desk, here's what's happening on a Monday. Tomorrow, the National 4-H Livestock Judging Contest will be held at the North American International Livestock Exposition in Louisville, Kentucky. Wisconsin will be well represented with a team from Iowa County comprised of Ellie Robinson, Annie Robinson, Joey Robinson, and Emma Steffes. I had the chance to catch up with the team and talk with coach Mike Robinson to find out a little bit of what it takes to prepare for the contest and how excited they are to be competing down in Louisville this week. Uh, well, it's a great experience. Very proud of all of them. Um, all four of them did a good job. Um, overcoming you know, a lot just in the last year as everybody's been uh, doing things differently. The contest's a little different, but again, for this group to come in, very solid performance. Uh, um, you know, Having the, the one and two in the contest overall, that was tremendous too. Um, again, just 
just can't say enough about uh, their work ethic to get here and the experience they're going to have. Uh, also, two of them were on the national FFA judging team a couple weeks ago, so they've got some good experience heading into this contest. Awesome. And it sounds like, you know, before we started the interviews, kind of joking around, picking on each other, of you know, who won by how many points. You know, seems like there's kind of a fun rivalry there between the team, but I guess it probably also just pushes them to want to be better as well. True, uh, exactly. You know, with Ellie winning it just by one point over Annie, a good sibling rivalry there, which uh, they have a lot of stuff going on. Also, if you work the way down with the team, uh, Emma did really well. Joey was in the top 10, too. But uh, again, probably all four of them would give each other a real hard time about where they were at. And they all want to compete and be number one. But um, I know winning as a team was, was something they were part of their goals and worked out for them. Definitely. Now, obviously, you have a lot of experience with livestock judging. And talk about, you know, this team and I guess others, too, what it really takes to prepare to send them down to the national competition in Louisville and, you know, be confident that they're really going to go into it and be prepared and and come out pretty good on the other side. Uh, yeah, I have been fortunate, been part of quite a few teams that have uh, won state and going on the nationals, both on the FFA and 4-H side. Uh, things that have been going into that but you know just as far as preparing for this team and and kind of as a coach that you're looking for the the biggest thing is just um, students and contestants that want to you know the ones that have a you know an interest in livestock doesn't necessarily mean they have to have grown up with it Um, you know we can we can do a lot of things as long as somebody's open-minded and and willing to learn and and this group here is so active and so busy in everything they do in life. It has been a challenge to get practices in, a challenge to um, you know get them all together at the same time. Even even today to get them all together, we were we were trying to shift in schedules. So that's a big part of it. But again, we've been fortunate here in Iowa County over the years, and um, to be able to get a lot of interested students, people that really want to jump on with this livestock stuff and really tie into what we're what we've been doing. And obviously, I can see from you know their involvement in things and and how well this team has done they really don't let anything stop them you know ellie being first place you know i've learned that she has a hearing disability and she really hasn't let that stop her talk a little bit about that and kind of you know why that's such an impressive thing that you know obviously livestock contest is a visual thing but there's some other things as well and she's involved in other livestock projects and those are livestock contests those kind of things talk a little bit to that and you know how she's just kept on like no, there's nothing wrong. Yeah, I, I would say probably as the whole team has, has been like that. You just keep on like there's nothing wrong. Um, and for us here, we, I guess it's not even a, a thought anymore. It's a, kind of on the back burner, a second thought for us. It's just part of what she's dealt with and dealing with. Uh, a lot of good resources in 4-H and FFA that have helped along the way as far as being supportive and, and making sure that she gets all that um, the equal opportunities to do everything. And, uh, again, can't say enough about 4-H and FFA and, and supporting that and, and our school as a whole supporting that or even our community uh just everybody who's been involved uh with this livestock judging uh you know myself as one of the coaches jeff thomas who coaches with us matt hines who also is in there um just a, a great group that we work with uh um sue springer who's helped us out a lot too along the way is just uh, some of these people that have been really supportive of uh and helping us to to get by and it also just helps that these kids have had such a good livestock background too you know i i said you didn't have to have that but boy this group has had a lot of livestock in their background, and so that just helps make everything a little bit easier for them. Now, I guess I asked all of the students of their opinion, but I'm going to have to ask you too. What are you most in, uh, excited for now that you're going to be heading down to Louisville for the livestock contest? Um, probably excited for them to just get that experience, to see a, a high-end competition with quality livestock from top to bottom. Um, it's kind of like when you 
when you get to go to that uh, one of those higher end shows down the road as a uh, a judge of a state fair and and you come out there and there's you know a class full of just really good animals and now it gives them an opportunity to use all the the little things to be able to sort stuff out where sometimes in a contest you can walk up on a class and things sort them out pretty easy i think this will be a little more challenge for them we're at that national level and i think they'll have to again use all those little things but uh, i know they'll be prepared and one thing we always talk about is you don't second guess yourself they'll be ready to go and i think i'm most excited for them just to get in there and, and get some judging in again all right well there we go here with mike robinson one of the coaches of the wisconsin livestock judging team here for mineral point that's heading down to the national 4-h livestock judging contest for the midwest farm report i'm aaron zimmerman All business owners want the same thing, to make their business succeed. At Rural Mutual, they help that happen. As the third largest writer of commercial business in Wisconsin, they take the time to learn your business so they can properly protect you. Call your local agent today or visit RuralMutual.com. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Don't forget, the application period is open for farmers to apply for the new round of Farm Support Program direct aid payments. In this new round of funding, $50 million is available to assist Wisconsin farmers who face an economic loss as a result of the COVID-19 pandemic. The Department of Revenue sent out letters to pre-qualified applicants, which includes the information you need to apply for that Farm Support Program. Farmers that did not receive a letter but believe they still qualify can contact the Department of Revenue. Eligible farmers should apply online through the Wisconsin Department of Revenue website at revenue.wi.gov. That application link is live now and will close at 4.30 p.m. on November 29th. You can contact them with any other questions or concerns that you have regarding the program. Now let's go ahead and take a look at our commodity markets here on Monday morning, November 15th. December corn is currently at 575 and three quarters, down one and a half. November soybeans at 1234, up 21 and three quarters. December wheat is up two and three quarters at 819 and three quarters. The December milk contract is at 1756, 100 weight down six cents, while the January contract is down 31 cents at 1817. Barrel cheese finished on Friday at 149 and three quarters, down five and a quarter. 40-pound blocks down six at 175, and double-A butter down three-quarters at 195. There's a quick look at your commodity markets here this morning. Farm Director Pam Yonke will be right back with our friends from the Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Someday, everyone will have an energy-efficient tankless water heater and an endless supply of hot water. Benjamin Plumbing is now an A-certified dealer of Renai Tankless Water Heaters, the number one selling tankless water heater in North America. Renai Tankless Water Heaters are up to 40% more efficient and provide endless hot water. Stop wasting tons of energy keeping 40, 50, even 75 gallons of water hot all day and night with your old water heater. Call Benjamin Plumbing today and learn more about the new state-of-the-art energy-efficient Renai tankless water heaters, including a factory-extended warranty. Go tankless. Endless hot water for your home with a new Renai water heater from Benjamin Plumbing. Hi, Dale Benjamin with Benjamin Plumbing. When we say your plumbing problem is fixed, we mean it. No excuses. I guarantee it. Contact Benjamin Plumbing at BenjaminPlumbing.com. 
Now you've got a friend in the plumbing business. Benjamin Plumbing. Have Prairie Exteriors add more value to your roof? Right now, get free gutters or leaf protection with the purchase of any roof. Imagine a new roof to highlight your home outlined by stunning, handcrafted gutters for free from Prairie Exteriors. Improve the look and value of your property with one of the area's highest rated exterior companies, Prairie Exteriors. Prairie Exteriors, now that's impressive. PrairieExteriors.com At Tom's Auto Center, we're known for being up front with our auto repairs. And name brand new tires. Tom and Tom of Tom's Auto Center. Goodyear, Firestone, Brigstone, Michelin, BF Goodrich, Continental, and Kelly Tires. We carry and install them all. When you need new tires, Tom's Auto Center will make sure you leave happy. Tom's Auto Center. Highway 51 in McFarland, a stone's throw from McDonald's. Pam is the name. Farm speak is the game. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Well, we're getting into the holiday season, and that is a critical time for our Wisconsin dairy farm families to be reaching out to consumers. Obviously, one of the ways they do that, working with dairy farmers of Wisconsin. Uh, existence because of our hardworking dairy farm families and their checkoff dollars. Joining us today, another cheese lover, Michelle Trowbridge with Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin. I tell you one really exciting item that I am ex- want to share with the audience that I already did myself, cheese boards. Some special emphasis during this holiday season, Michelle, on getting people to build their own cheese boards, huh? Absolutely. Uh, we have a great campaign running uh, in November and December called the Wisconsin Cheese Board Awards, um, and we you can check it out on our website, uh, wisconsincheese.com slash cheeseboardawards. Um, but what we want to do is promote Wisconsin cheese because we know that Wisconsin cheese makes the world a happier, tastier place. And we want to make sure that by creating the Wisconsin Cheese Board Awards, we are promoting uh, Wisconsin cheese to um, all of our consumers around the country. Uh, we have a great panel of three judges who live and breathe everything um, about cheese boards. And every week, starting with um, on November 3rd, which has already uh, started last week, um, they will be reviewing submissions of beautiful cheese boards, um, and they will be voting to decide who creates the most delectable Wisconsin cheese board uh, in the country. Now, let's talk a little bit about that cheese board, Michelle, because I think everybody's got a little different idea on what it is. What specifically are the judges going to be looking for in those award-winning Wisconsin cheese boards? Uh, The judges will be looking for three things. Um, The first and the most important is usage of Wisconsin cheese. So we know that Wisconsin has so many great varieties of Wisconsin cheese. Um, Our um, our rules are, requ- are requiring that um, consumers must include a minimum of two Wisconsin cheeses. But I know that uh, judges will, will give extra love and extra credit um, if shoppers and consumers go above and beyond the minimum of two cheeses. Um, the other thing we're looking for is board abundance. You know, we, we know that in the spirit of holiday giving, um, every corner should be filled with Wisconsin cheese and other accompaniments. So we want to make sure that people aren't holding back, that the more 
they add, the more they'll wow the judges. Um, third is color and creativity. Uh, with the variety of Wisconsin cheeses that we have, um, over 600 varieties, uh, types, and flavors of Wisconsin cheese in Wisconsin, it's a perfect time to add this variety to the board. So trying something unique, um, trying something you've never tried before, um, and just get creative and make the board shine. Excellent. Michelle Trowbridge along with us, another cheese lover with Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin. And again, that Cheese Board Award contest is on now. You can find details. Submit your pictures online, wisconsincheese.com backslash cheese board awards. And what do they get, Michelle? What will those award-winning cheese boards get? So the great thing about this is that um, the, the prize for the grand prize winner is a year's worth of Wisconsin cheese um, for themselves and a friend, plus a cheese donation to the food bank of the winner's choice, courtesy of our friends at Winona Foods. Well, excellent. That's a great way to get started with the holiday season. Again, like I said, get creative. There's no wrong answer when it comes to a cheese board. Just make it more Wisconsin cheese. And enter today, wisconsincheese.com backslash Cheese Board Awards. You know, Michelle, we started this conversation explaining how important it is for our dairy farmers of Wisconsin and our Wisconsin dairy products to be elevated in the retail space. You guys are busy, busy, busy. People need to really keep their eye open for the proudly Wisconsin cheese badge in the marketplace. Absolutely. And the great thing about this is um, that retailers know that the Prowley Wisconsin Cheese logo is a mark of quality and taste, right? So um, they're, they're participating in our themed uh, campaign uh, in November, December called More the Merrier. And so we've created great in-store point-of-sale materials, um, digital point-of-sale materials that help shoppers look for the badge and look for Wisconsin Cheese um, at the specialty case at their grocery do we have any idea how much more dairy moves during the holiday season, Michelle? Because I'm guessing some of our dairy farm families are saying, wait a minute, why are we doing this? Well, the great thing is, is that um, because retailers participate in our uh, campaigns, they've already um, placed additional orders of Wisconsin cheese, knowing their customers will be buying during this time. So it's not only what they normally buy for cheese, but they amp up every every time they work with a promotion with us because they know that their customers come in and demand uh, the probably Wisconsin cheese badge on their cheeses. And we and, need, we need to be clear, it's not just in Wisconsin. I mean, the Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin staff is literally present with that proudly Wisconsin badge in how many markets? Actually, we're in 99% of uh, grocery stores around the country. And this promotion alone, we have uh, 4,500 uh, locations around the country that will be participating. So it isn't just Wisconsin, like you said, Pam. It is nationwide. And uh, we are encouraging all shoppers around the country to look for the probably Wisconsin cheese badge when they go buy cheese in their 
grocery stores. You know, gone are the times when it seemed like all responsibility for a good holiday gift like Wisconsin cheese landed from those of us living here. Now you can literally get Wisconsin cheese, Wisconsin dairy products, like she said, 99% of the retail markets across the United States. Michelle Trowbridge along with us. So what? how long are we going to continue with these more the merrier promotions and what can people do to really make sure that they're getting real Wisconsin cheese? So we are, um, the More the Merrier promotion is running uh, November 15th through December 31st. Um, and so, you know, when, when shoppers are going in their store, they'll see all of the point of sale materials for this promotion. And then honestly, it really is looking for the badge. Um, the probably Wisconsin cheese logo on your cheese tells you that it's from Wisconsin. And it tells you that um, the cheese is, uh, made from milk in Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, like we said, folks, if you haven't investigated your cheese shop lately or taken a closer look in the retail location for that proudly Wisconsin badge, now is the time to do it. Michelle Trowbridge along with us, one of the cheese lovers at Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin. Remember, all of our dairy farm families contribute to making the success of Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin and the success at the retail level. Grab that Wisconsin cheese. Get with your friends and family and create your own award-winning cheese board. It's happening now. You could be the winner of a year's worth of Wisconsin cheese as well as a friend, plus that donation to a food bank of your choice. Enter and win. WisconsinCheese.com backslash cheese board awards. And Michelle, we're thinking that there's going to be award winners from potentially across the United States, huh? Absolutely. Uh, We are doing um, our advertising to uh, consumers all around the country. Uh, We're promoting it through our uh, Cheeselandia community, and we're also promoting it through our retailers. So uh, anyone who, who sees the contest, who learns about the contest, can go to their grocery store, buy Wisconsin cheese, and enter to win. Wonderful. Will we be able to see any of the pictures of those uh, cheese boards anywhere? Yes, actually, we'll be sharing that on our uh, social pages, um, either at Wisconsin Cheese or probably Wisconsin Cheese on Instagram. And uh, we will be posting the winners, um, posting the winners there. We'll also have them on the website, uh, wisconsincheese.com slash cheeseboardawards. Yay. It is fun, folks. I built one with the Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin staff myself. There is nothing you can do wrong as far as a cheese board is concerned, except in this case, have less Wisconsin cheese. Find out the details and enter your cheese board to win. Again, wisconsincheese.com backslash cheese board awards. Michelle Trowbridge along with us, one of the cheese lovers from Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin. And this holiday update brought to you courtesy of our Dairy Farm families from the state of Wisconsin and Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke.